A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The Match Ball. Hello there and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball, won't they, Michael Normanton? They will, yeah. And I've not just opened the webpage. That's some, some ben, ben, ben said you have, haven't you? I actually haven't, uh, but I know what they do. They do legal services, wills, probate, conveyancing. They do um, litigation, professional negligence, medical negligence, right? loads of different things. You were panicking then, weren't you? No, I'm fully in control of this sponsorship. Well, let's get the, um, we are live streaming on YouTube for our TSB Plus members. Let's get the score updated, shall we? What was it? 1-0. Ah, he's forgotten to do it first. No, I didn't. It's nice. Look at how dynamic this is. Oh, They'll update is... on screen for you now. Wait for oh. it. Boom. Oh. There you go. Some people have been waiting for that result, probably. Not been able to find <laughs> it out until now. Yeah. But it's nice to be accurate with your, with your information, isn't it? Anyway, um, is it weird that I kind of, I perversely enjoyed that game and the fact that it, it was a bit of a grind of a win rather than a procession? I would rather have a procession, but I quite liked the grindy aspects of it. Yeah, I think it's a really good sign that it was a grind. And it does feel like we are very much in those champo slog months where it's mm. like, oh God, we're going to have a few weeks of this. But for much of that, I mean, I must admit, I was in like the gods of the stand-upper, so I couldn't really see the clock. And it felt like for the second half, they had the ball for about an hour. Mm. There, was, that, there was a period, it was about 55 minutes to about 60, 65 minutes, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. It so, was weird when... There were long periods when they had the ball. I thought first half hour it felt a bit like Cardiff, for example, where we were just the better team and we scored and it was like, okay, this is going to be fine. And they came into it. We started the second half, all right. Then there was a long period of them having the ball and yet doing absolutely nothing with it, yeah. really. Like they just didn't create a single chance in that period, but they, we couldn't get it off them, but equally they couldn't do anything with it. So it's one of those things, if we're doing that, I get really frustrated because I'm like, oh, it's useless, this. We're just we're playing into their hands. Yeah. Whereas when someone's doing it, when we're the team defending, I'm thinking... It's a matter of time. They're about to, at some point, they're going to break through and score. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I enjoyed watching our shape. And I think I'm, I'm quite lucky. And I don't know if you appreciate this from where you were sat, Rob. Um, being higher up, you can see how we get into shape under Farker and where we let teams have the ball. You're like, you let them have it in the sort of fullback positions. Mm. And I think the crowd gets a little bit frustrated at times when they're given possession and we're not necessarily herring around, closing them down. But you can see why. It's because they're in positions not hurting us and then they'll maybe try and thread it down the sides and that's when you hope that you're going to double up or get an interception in. But we tend to defend, I think, to my eye, from sort of the edge of our box to about maybe 10, 20 yards in front of it, something like that. That's the area we like to mm. defend in and then break from there. It also helps as well when you've got a centre-half like Joe Rodan who just heads everything away, tackles everyone, boots it away. He's just generally ace. I did make a note saying Joe Rodan is mint and then a second later he went down injured and I was like oh no god please don't <laughs> was no, a big, everything's fine was a big tackle injured himself wasn't it when he yeah. um, I think he I think he managed did he get sort of a knee to the thigh when he did it maybe it someone sort of ran in he it's, ran through him a bit didn't he he's often sort of hobbling around isn't he he, he got stuck yeah. in yeah, yeah. Good. there was a bit in the first half where there was a ball over the top and it was I don't think it was for them 
But I sort of felt like any other defender we have, and they probably don't get there first because it was Rodon. He managed to get his body in front and he's got the pace. And yeah. he, he got in and he just dealt with it and he does that so often. He makes things disappear, does Rodon. And he, I know he seems, I feel like he enjoys defending in a way yeah. that no one did last year. Would you be entirely, have you seen the film 1917? No. You know where those young lads have got to deliver a message to the, it's the front lines of like World War One when they're sending men over the top and mm. if they get there in time, they will, they'll save lives just by stopping this one mission for them all to go over the top. You wouldn't be surprised at all if Joe Rodon had been like mooching about in one of the trenches, like you know, covered in blood or whatever, limping around, shell shocked or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he's got he's got that kind of air about him. I like him. He's a grizzled he's a grizzled better than championship bastard. He definitely is. In some ways, he reminds me a little bit of Pontus Janssen, but probably faster and better on the ball. Is that because they were singing his song, Pontus Janssen's song with Joe Rodon's name? Oh, were they? I, think I, I didn't, heard I didn't that notice that. Stand, I think, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. So That's I thought, good. why are we singing about Pontus Janssen? And then I realised, oh no, Joe Rodon's They're singing it to, um, is it Chase the Sun, the song that was, yeah. it's the one that um, Luke... The Darts song, isn't it? Luke Humphreys. Is it Luke Humphreys? It's, well, it's just yeah, the Luke Humphreys. It's just the yeah, he's, he's become like, he's adopted, hasn't he? Like, da, 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 da. I'm not going to sing it. Chase the, Chase the Sun. <laughs> da, da. Yeah, that one. Um, Joe Rodon. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he was good. And Ampadu as well, alongside him. A pair of them just looked composed, good on the ball, good at defending. I enjoyed Rodon just pointing at the opposite end of the pitch where Melly had the ball on a couple of occasions, yeah, just good. going, don't give it to me. Up, out. There was a moment it far. when he was hobbling as well and someone passed it to him and he clearly looked at him like, what the fuck are you giving it to me for? <laughs> give it to someone else. Yeah, everyone played. It was weird. I thought as a team, it was a long, long way from our best performance this year. But individually, I'd probably say everyone played quite well. Um, yeah, I think by the end, that, that bit in the middle of the second half, did worry me in that Leedsy way because the crowd were getting a bit antsy. Albeit the crowd did try and sort of lift it as well for a bit. Um, but yeah, for a bit I was like, oh God, this isn't great. I feel like I'm on a come down or something. And then I thought the last period of the second half, we just took control again, started creating all the chances. Mm. We were good. Yeah, I mean, we did create all the chances second half, didn't we? For for mm. as, as much possession as they had. We should probably finished it off. I mean, there were... There were a few, weren't there? And the, the one, probably what would have been the best one was when Bamford played Nantony and he had that really bad first touch and it, we ended up with a corner from it. But he was, that was a good opportunity. There was Somerville putting one just past the post, mm-hmm. with Rutter having one saved, Furpo had one saved. It was, yeah, we had, we had a lot of, we should probably have added to it. Just it, look at the, the uh, XG, we were 1.52, it was, 1.45. It was good because we couldn't get the ball for a bit, but then they just started giving it to us and mm. like, you just try and score if you want. And we were in that mood where we were like, we're going to keep trying to mess this up, I think. Mm. And, more entertaining ways. Yeah, apologies, by the way, if there's a slight delay between the video and the audio. I think the audio might be slightly ahead on the stream. If it is, apologies. I've just added a delay to the audio, so hopefully we'll get somewhere back towards uh, being in sync. But, uh, Dan, you bought some new things. Now nothing works. I bought some new toys and it's broken everything. But we can well just, if, if you don't, I mean, you don't have to look at us, just close your eyes if, um, and then you can just listen. Stop doing that, Normanton's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, back to the grind and what we were talking about there. Stop it. Okay, sorry, I'm, for, I'm just mouthing here. Um, where were we? We've talked about the defence, we haven't talked about Archie Gray yet. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Mm. Could anyone see what actually happened there? Um, he got kicked by the looks of it. Someone left a leg in on him, trailed a leg as he managed to get past him. Mm. And I don't know if it, if it was that that did him or it was the subsequent tackle on the edge of the area, that whether that sort of finished him off or... Um, whether it um, it was the root cause of it, I'm he not was sure. Too talented for his own good, I think, is the problem. That, that was, was a proper match-saving tackle, that by the way, wasn't it? Oh, it was unbelievable! But he, and then he 
took the ball as well and ran forwards with it and it was just like yes what a fucking man <laughs> he's, a, he's, a boy. A he's a boy <laughs> what a fucking boy let's say that he was injured when we scored as well wasn't he Gray yes so I was, start, was, he was screaming at him to get up because I was worried the ref was going to stop it <laughs> and it was like I don't matter Dan James brilliant cross nice header as well mm. ah the audio's back in sync look at that well fixed done. just like that very well on done. the fly anyway um, defending good yeah Melee didn't really have to face a shot. We've said that, haven't we, about the, uh, the period of pressure that they had. I think he, had one, he saved one first half, didn't he, I think. Yeah, that was kind of right at him, wasn't it? Yeah, he just sort of dropped they, his left for it. It wasn't a particularly difficult save. They had a hilarious miss at the end of the first half as well. Yeah. Proper Bamford v Leicester, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That one at the back post. Yeah. Was, yeah. I, I fully thought it was, it was Scott. And the bloke in front of me went, fuck's sake, all the miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was quite one of those moments where you, can, you have to sort of have a second look at it, don't you? But yeah, I mean, they did create that chance, I suppose. Um, do you think on balance we deserve to win that just about yeah no uh, yeah, they, they could have got something out of it couldn't they like yeah. that, based on that chance alone and that they put us under that bit of pressure for well for quite a sustained period really but I thought we, we rode it out well yeah we wasted quite a few chances and I don't think they wasted any other than that yeah there were a few obviously there's a few anxious moments when the ball's going across the box and they're getting the odd corner and whatnot but there was never a moment where you were like, well, I suppose the, the one where actually Gray got back was the bit where you, you saw that unfolding and you were like, oh shit, they're going to score it. Because I think it was, was it four on three for a little period yeah. of that break? And there was the sort of Jesse Marsh gap at one side of the pitch that you could you could see opening up. And I was thinking, oh no, this is where it, it all un, un, falls apart for us. But yeah. never mind, actually Gray was there. Right, moving forward then in front of him, what about Dan James too? Um, a number of people mentioning him in the comments on the stream. Um, it was it was excellent, wasn't it? I mean, albeit we lost him at half time mm. to injury again. That's that's one thing. I hope we we. I mean, I haven't looked at the post match comments yet, but I hope we haven't come out with too many uh, too many injuries out of that one. But at least we've got the um, the break of the FA Cup coming at the weekend. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I felt like the lack of changes was kind of just far being like you just knock yourselves out. You'll all get a rest at the weekend. He'll be fine. Mm. Uh, yeah, Dan James is he's been good, hasn't he? And I I think when it came to his replacement, he put on Jaden Anthony because you're probably going to get a bit more in terms of cover and, and work down that side and I thought he was really good too I enjoyed watching him second half Anthony yeah he had a few sloppy touches and I, and I just want to say like on a human level I hope he's alright because yeah, he's lost his hasn't he which is I was going to say he had, terrible he had a few bits where he you know he didn't have a great touch and then the chance was gone or whatever but yeah he's obviously having a, a very tough time so he, uh, he did he did alright didn't he? Covered, he and covered back pretty well I thought as well his first couple of touches were really nice and then he seemed to get kind of dragged down by mm. the rest of it like the rest of them did and, but yeah he did. He was fine, wasn't he? Yeah, but now Dan James was great again. I yeah. think we uh, probably second half it opens up a little bit more if he's still on the pitch as well because there were a few breaks where we had on and you get the Dan James cow noise <laughs> zooming, <laughs> zooming up and, and appearing from nowhere. So, but no, a lovely cross and a, a nice header from Bamford. So it's one that you probably you do expect a striker to score. You that. want him to hit the target. Yeah, but it was really nice the way he yeah. put it back across the goal into the far corner. It was. Um, it makes it harder for the keeper than it because he's got a. His momentum's going the other way because he's running back across goal and stuff. So on Dan James, even from the stuff, I felt like I could hear him just like sprinting up to people, and I was just thinking, <laughs> if I was a defender playing against him and someone gave yeah. him the ball, I would just fall over and just let him take it. You just shit yourself, basically. You could hear him running <laughs> after you. It's like, oh, come on, <laughs> slow down, grow up, stop it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Elsewhere in midfield, Gruev. Good again. Mm, he's good. Kamara, I thought they did all right. Yeah, at points it was a bit, it seemed a little bit overrunning there because I think just because of the way they were playing. And, and like to be fair to Norwich, they do have some quite tidy midfielders don't they who are, who are obviously quite comfortable receiving the ball in tight spaces and they were, they were like passing it around in some like neat, neat little triangles which you don't you didn't is this creamy from... chalk by the way it is it's a nice creamy Good. chalk thank you sorry I was enjoying it but yeah like you didn't see any of that from Preston did you <laughs> any any like nice neat whereas it was like Sarah and Nunes and Rowe there were a few of them that are all like evidently fairly good footballers who were able to keep hold of it and pass it and stuff so because they made us they made us work for it didn't they yeah like they had some some time, particularly in that second half when they were doing that thing of just pinging it through the lines and doing little spins and and layoffs and stuff like that. I thought it caused us it caused us a few problems without ever creating a huge amount of clear cut chances. Mm. Well, there was a certain amount of relief on my part when Ashley Barnes came on, though. I will admit that. <laughs> I didn't include it in propaganda because I thought I'm setting us up for a fall here. But when I was listening to the Pinken, they were saying, "Oh, we're." how much their form's picked up and how much better they look and there was, they were attributing a load of it to Josh Sargent and saying how, much, how good he's been and my opinion on Josh Sargent prior today was that he's a fucking dreadful footballer mm. but I was like oh well, I suppose that was Premier League maybe but then it told him today and I was like oh no he's shit mm. I forgot oh yeah no he's exactly what I remember I was waiting for you to bring him up there was a bit in the first half where I think they spent ages like with the keeper with the ball at his feet and then he just launched it up to Josh, Josh Sargent and he just seemed to forget that the ball was coming towards him I think Bamford did the same actually in the first half where Melier kicked it yeah, towards it him. Yeah, he was talking to someone on the side. He seems to be talking to Farker, and everyone's yeah. like, Pat, the, the ball's going towards you, mate. Yeah, Elliot makes a good point, you know, actually, here in the comments. Let's not forget that we got the shit kicked out of us for 100 minutes three days ago. Yeah, that is true. So they've done It'd be well. weird if we get picked up injuries from today and not that. Yeah, yeah. Such is life, isn't it? Such is life. Can we, um, have we dealt enough with everybody behind Jorginho Ruta and can we talk about him yet? Well, we've not spoken about <laughs> Junior Furpo in depth. Right, let's mm. do let's, I thought it was. Let's talk about Junior. He, look like, he looks like a normal left back. Is the best thing I can is, say about is it. Is this where we are on the cycle now? Yeah, but he looks he looks fine, doesn't he? If yeah. I'd never seen him before, before the last few weeks, I'd be like, yeah, he looks good. Looks mm. like decent going forward, fine at the back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely a left back. If yeah. we just signed him in January, I'd have been I'd be pleased with him. Right. I've got, unfortunately, a lot of past trauma. Junior PTSD. Of, of Junior Furpo. <laughs> but 
yeah, it looks good at the moment. 49ers, Parag, if you're listening, we'd still like one though. Come on, be <laughs> yeah. sensible. Not going to get one. But no, because going into the game, I was thinking how Furpo has been attacking well in the last few games. And that's something that I've always thought, do we think he's good going forward just because he's terrible defensively? But today, defensively, he was getting yeah. his foot in, made some good like big tackles. It was nice to see. I don't know if it's someone has just coached him, <laughs> but he seems to he seems to just not really try to tackle anymore, which is actually good. He just runs up to a winger and then just stands there until they have to pass it. Mm. Whereas there was a t- when he was at his worst is when you'd, you'd like charge over and you could see him about to lunge in. You were like, you're going to get your card or they're going to go down the outside of you. And it happened over and over again. Whereas he seems to have just become hesitant, but in a good way mm. because his, his, his own brain was doing telling him to do bad things. <laughs> it's like someone's told him, just like, no, just less of that. Just nice and steady up to him. But I think... Block, if, the, block the cross. It's fine to just block a cross. If ever we've um, learned a lesson about you know, coaching, it's probably from seeing Bielsa, isn't it? And you hope that there's some of that same magic within uh, within Farker. And, and you would say so. Like you can see the improvement in a number of players. Yeah. We've yeah. actually got more points now than we did at the same stage under Bielsa in the promotion season. It's wild, isn't which it? Which is crazy. And I, I wonder if we're not giving the players and the manager enough credit here. For, mm. I know like Leicester and Ipswich and Southampton and others, but just the fact that we're staying in this race, which is ludicrous, and they're having to set that pace at the top. Mm. We're doing really well, yeah. and, and the difference is though we came out of the blocks. We just it was like it was like the Big Bang, wasn't it? It was like the reinvention of the universe when um, you know Bielsa took over and we had that Stoke game, mm-hmm. and yeah. But this took a while to to build up ahead of steam, didn't it? That early month, I think, put everyone's nerves on edge. And I thought, well, this isn't going to be the season. There's no, we've got no chance now. And then we started winning games, but there's that little nagging doubt, isn't there? It's always haunting you, thinking we could revert to that somehow. Or mm. still took Bielsa two years as well. Mm. <laughs> you can't take it for granted. He did, he did. But yeah, I mean, the pressure we're now applying at the top has got to be, well, I mean, it is telling on Ipswich, I mm. would say, because they've, you know, from looking like they were going to win every single game, they've now had a run, I know it was a decent result getting a point at Leicester, but they've they've drawn a lot of games recently and all of a sudden they can very, very much feel Southampton and us behind them. And I think you'd have to say that us or Southampton are favourites ahead of Ipswich now for second. Tables on the screen, look at that. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. Um, so that's... Uh... That's nice, isn't it? It's a shame other teams are going to play. Yeah, should we ask them not to or just to throw their games? Yeah, because yeah, I prefer it looking like this. Yeah, uh, that's that. Yeah, there's a nice gap there to um, to West Brom. Obviously, there's that game in hand to factor in, isn't there? But they've got to go out there and win it. Uh, whereas being two points off um, off second, that works for me. Don't know about you. Yeah, I prefer to be second. Mm. But I'll take it at the end of the season. You'd still be riddled with anxiety either way. So that's that's one thing that, that's important, I think, to factor in for anybody who's. Um, who's not match going, who's watching this or listening to this, is that it feels like there's a little bit more on games now, which is why I'm kind of glad and take satisfaction out of the grinding win tonight. Mm. Because it feels like the pressure is just starting to to build that little bit. What do you think? No, it definitely is. I think, and, so, it's, and it's only going to get worse. Southampton's run and the fact that Ipswich had such a good start means you can't afford to slip up at the moment. Yeah. And, and record-breaking <laughs> five wins. Yes. First time ever, isn't it, in the start of the calendar year? Mm. Yeah, so that's, surely we should get something for that. That is mental, the first time in the club's history. Yeah, it's not very good, is it? <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> really bad Why football. Shit? <laughs> yeah, it does feel like we should have done that before. But, you know, never mind. Mm. Is it time to talk about Georgina Ruta? Have, have we done everything else? <laughs> yeah, we just We all just said in the office, weren't we, before we, we started um, doing the stream, then we were just like giggling. <laughs> um, it's just... How, I, can't, I can't even put it into words. I can't quantify what it is that he does. He's just, 
he's just great fun and he's loving every minute of it and I'm loving every minute of watching him loving every minute he does what he wants basically yeah. and it's hilarious there was a bit in the first half where I noticed Archie Gray was up front and Jorginho Rutter was right back and I was like yeah cool let's <laughs> yeah, just go that with works. this let's yeah. roll with it yeah yeah um, and it is I don't know there's something pure about it all isn't there there's um, I don't know it's just, it's just something about I don't know if it taps into being a kid or watching him play like a kid he just he just seems to be having such a good a good time and it is really what football's about isn't it just getting out there and having a laugh and he's just grinning at everything he drags the ball out from some impossible looking situations as well where you think oh he's got three men around him and there's nothing he can do <laughs> or the ball's at like shoulder height and all of a sudden he'll jump and chest it and turn at the same time and it looks like it's going to go out of play but then he gets a long leg long left leg to it and <laughs> brings it in and by far you know it he's kind of running to on goal and you're like that was not a situation that I saw developing that half a second ago but he's he somehow managed to do it and we were, the bit we were laughing about now was when he he sort of rolled it with his studs through someone's legs yeah. in, the, in, in the box. Because you, you think he's off balance and he's, he's overrun it or he's, there's no way he can do something with that now. The, the mm. steam has run out of the, the opportunity and then he just does something like just, just rolls it. That nutmeg, it was so slow. It, it was, really was. It was so deliberate. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, I can do this to you and I'm going to do it. I like to think he told him he was going to do it as well. Again. I'm going to put this through your legs now. And he's like, no, you're Look, not. Just watch, just watch. <laughs> Some nice comments like Brian saying that uh, watching him is like watching Doctor Strange. He bends space and time. And uh, Lee, uh, Lee and Cheese is saying he runs he runs with the ball like a middle-aged man on hot sand, yet somehow he's still majestic, which is true. It's true. He's, he's really, really unconventional and he's just everything he does, but he's, um, he's great fun. When do we do the tribute show for Victor Orta? <laughs> yeah, so did you see him trying to have a wear? He did some interviews somewhere, didn't he? And he was trying to... Flex. It was some sort of seminar, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, he was trying to flex about this one, saying, oh, people are saying I shouldn't have bought him, but look, everyone now loves he's, him. He's the best so, player in the championship. Yeah. The key word there being championship, yeah. though, son. You know? I think Victor Rott has got bigger things to worry about anyway right now. Probably has, yeah. Yeah, no, no, fair point. At least he's doing seminars, teaching people mm. how to do things badly. Um, just a question from Ken Bates, stole my seat. What time did my dad leave? Um, he vacated his seat at... Uh, about 75 minutes well, that's quite a long time I'm saying his bets on 59 that's when he first started talking about it he's like, right. I think his, his comment to me was I can't take another half an hour of this but he lasted about another another 50, uh, 15 minutes or thereabouts and he just said right I'm off for a wander see you later on do you think if he started if he missed the opening of a game he could stay at the he end. missed the winner at the weekend yeah he, he heard that's it what, but that's what I mean because if he can't if he just can't bear the, the pressure builds up over an hour if he went in on like half an hour in yeah and then you only have to get through 15 minutes to half time yeah yeah, it's a long drive back to the East Coast at this time of night, though, isn't it? Don't have to come, you know. <laughs> no, I know. I do. I do. That's like, it's not, it's, it's, it's entirely voluntary, Dave. You don't have to come. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he's long-suffering. Mind you, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, comments coming in, then. Wagner, uh, Ben is saying that Wagner said the result is frustrating, the performance the players have done well, we gave Leeds a real game, which I think is fair enough. Mm. Yeah. They're not a bad team at Norwich. I've thought that both times we've played them. They, have, they seem to have some... Something about their style causes his problems, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, and you were beating them twice. Well, yeah, we're going to say we have beaten them twice, and they've not really had any chances tonight. But yeah, they, they do seem to play some. There are a few of their players I wouldn't mind. I suppose is the thing. Often we play teams in this division, and I sort of think, oh, they're all shit. I don't want any of them. All our players are, are far better. Whereas there's a few on Norwich, not mm. Josh Sargent or Ashley Barnes. I'm going to say I don't know what any of them are called, but a few of them do look all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there are a few quite tidy ones in there. Um, Hutch is just asking, does my dad keep up with the score via the radio or something, or does he immediately forget about the game? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he said that the uh, the game at the weekend, who did we play? Was it Preston? It was Preston. Yeah, it was Preston. He said, like, so he heard the winner from the from the car. He just got to the car when the winner went in, and he heard the cheer, and he he asked himself, is that their fans being loud, or have I heard the Leeds fans there? So he got in the car and stuck the uh, stuck the radio on. 
But to miss moments, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. No. To miss moments like that. Because that's what it's all about, isn't it? You, you, got, you put yourself through the hell and the tension for, for those, those moments where you just get to, like you say, get to scream fuck off at people who are <laughs> about 100 yards away on the other side of a football stadium. Not many people today, as it turned out. I mean, it is a long way from Norwich on a Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a Tuesday, yeah. On a Wednesday night. But yeah, it was, that's, that's got to be the smallest away, away attendance of the season, hasn't it? I don't know. I was just about to say it's the same on a Tuesday night as well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get any difference. Uh, yeah, I couldn't particularly hear him at any point. I'm, I'm admittedly kind of opposite corner of the ground. They had a little try, but it's hard to get anything going when there's only like there's only one block of seats, effectively one and a half, if that mm. taken up. But um, we were working our way through the team anyway, weren't we? We haven't done Somerville, we haven't done Bamford yet. Somerville, he's having a bit of a, fr- a frustrating time. I feel like at the moment, it's a weird one though, because yeah, I feel like he's had kind of a couple of quiet games and he's a bit quiet today, but then. He's often the one that looks like he's actually going to make something mm. happen. Like, I feel like he's putting a few crosses today that we know. Was it his cross to Bamford or was that Furpo? I can't remember. For the goal? The, for the one that Bamford fluffed in the second half where he sort of put it close to the corner flag. Oh, that one, yeah. Um, it was a difficult chance, was that, though? Because yeah. it, was, it was going at pace and a lot of volley and stuff. He cut in from the left and that one can't have been far wide. I feel mm. like, yeah, you feel like he's quiet and then suddenly he'll just do some really good stuff. Yeah, I think we just got used to him scoring every week mm. at some point and he's not done it for, you know, ages now. Useless. But um, he's, still, he's still really good and people still, both him and Ruter, it's it's really obvious how much people are afraid to tackle him. Like when he's doing little jinky runs across the box and it's not, everyone, people are like dangling legs at him and thinking, oh no, he's going to he's gonna go over that. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, so yeah, he's still very useful. A teletone Monkey just asking if we have a green room. No, we have an office here and the studio's within the office, isn't it? Mm. But um, my kitchen's green. We repainted it at the start of the week, so I've oh, got nice. a green room at home now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just all grey goose and cocaine out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's Is it? <laughs> <Tell me that. laughs> no, you're in the other office. <laughs> uh, Patrick Bamford up front. Yeah, he was good. And I think he looks... He's such a disruptive, annoying bastard, say, isn't he, he looks, from, from the opposition point of view? I thought he looked less tired than he normally does today as well. I don't know if it's just match fitness because he's now actually played a run of games, but there was a time where he got to about the hour mark and you were like, oh, fucked it. You could see him really dragging himself about, but I thought tonight he, he kept being a pest throughout. He tried an overhead kick, right? Did I see that right? <laughs> he did. I mean, it fair was... play. I did enjoy that moment. Yeah, and actually I saw the replay on the big screen at half time and it was, it was cl- his connection was closer than I thought it was. Mm. I think the angle it went off at made it look less dangerous than perhaps it was. If it had connected, it could have been goal of the season, couldn't it? Or goal of the century. He's already, he's after already, already scored. scored. I was going to say, he's already got the Puskas um, award winner. Oh, let, let me just get some of the comments in now about um, what Junior Firpo has been saying post-match. It's the happiest he's ever been. Ah, <laughs> They're a likeable bunch, aren't they? I'm starting to feel, I'm hoping Firpo continues this so we can sing his name unironically. Mm. So I do sometimes feel a bit bad for him when it gets like the last five minutes and... South Sanders singing, you've seen Furpo now, fuck off home. And Furpo's still on the pitch playing. It's like, come on, man. It's getting a bit, it's, it's on the Danny Mills scale here, mm-hmm. isn't it? When we were singing, Danny Mills is fucking brilliant, somewhat mm-hmm. ironically, 20 years ago, whenever it was. And uh, and he, he wasn't to start with. And then he got good. Yeah, It's the happiest I've ever been with Junior Furpo. Yeah. I, I was thinking think earlier today, like, has he had like two good weeks now to go with his two good weeks from last year? He's literally mm-hmm. like doubled his amount of time at least, you know, been good. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll check back, back actually on the um, on the scores, tracking mm. it from last year and this year. But no, he's had a he's had a few solid weeks here, mm. Mm. which is good. Just returning to Bamford, do you agree with John that regardless of whether he scores or not, we play better with Paddy on the pitch? Yeah, well, he, 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 occupy, he just occupies defenders. doesn't Although he? I will say, I think part of that is having Ruter at ten. Yeah, 
which we only seem to do if Bamford's at nine. I think that that improves us as much as Bamford at nine does. I'd be interested to see Piro giving a go at nine as well. Yeah, to see if that makes a difference. But I, they're different players, aren't they? Yeah. But I think Bamford is he's working. He's scoring goals. We're winning mm-hmm. games. And it's what we've said loads of times about him having the pressure of somebody else breathing down his neck in the form of Piro, like mm-hmm. knowing that there's another guy there ready to take your place. Maybe it just helps him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's been. Uh, so you can't really fault the record with since he's come back into the team, can you? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, early candidate for um, for villain of the week, Andy Hughes. <laughs> Forgot he was there. Actually. Do we do we need to remove his name from the records because he was our hero of the week previously? What did he actually do? I think he said some naughty words, didn't he? Is that all it was? Just oh, having, yeah. a, having a moment. I think so. Was it him that got booked? Sorry. Yes. Is that right. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's why we always loved Hughes's competitive spirit, wasn't it? Eh? <laughs> Um, Farkas giving credit oh, if, unless Ben's lying um, Farkas giving credit to Norwich they were one of the uh, the best sides that have played here this season I expected a complicated game he would say that about his ex though wouldn't he he's got to be nice about mm. that and also we won yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. they yeah. tried really hard and they were good but you know all for nothing it's like when BLC used to tell opposition managers oh you should be in the Champions League you're absolutely brilliant I know we just beat you 5-0 but you know yeah how would you, how would you feel about that one overall then it's a win in it it's ugly I never want to see it again Right, particularly as a, as a game, yeah. I've no desire to go back and particularly watch it again or anything. But it's a win in it at I'm, home. I'm pleased we've won. It was a very championship game. That's what it's all about. Well yeah. done, Leeds. Mm. Yeah, three points. Right, let me just have a quick dig through the um, through the comments. Um, Are you going to put Twitter on screen? Now, I'm not. I've, you... I haven't got the the, no, the screen ready for it. Uh, I got caught in traffic on the way in, so I didn't have time to put it together. I actually did look. I was gonna. I was gonna look. Um, we had a few problems to handle their possession, but we created the better chances. And in the end, it was a deserved win. It was important that we didn't let them have many chances. Uh, this was especially a win over mentality and defensive steel. I'm pleased with this. I'm also pleased with this. I am too. Are you pleased, Rob? I am pleased with this, yeah. Yeah, and uh, hopefully progress in the FA Cup at the weekend. It'll be interesting to see what we do in terms of lineup and if there have been any... Uh, Avoid any, a replay. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. If it's, if we, if it's like... One all or something going in the final minutes. Just leave Davis. It. It's fine. I'll keep her up front. Yeah. Send you send the keeper up for things from the seventieth minute or something. Rutter Actually, in goal. Oh, the ref blew up, didn't he today when their keeper was forward and Rutter was breaking. Yeah. Failure to do the advantage. Dickhead. Not that it matters. Although it, it, it did help to run the clock down a little bit, didn't it? That's, that's... It was quite. I know. We, I know. We ended up playing about nine minutes, but it was quite retro seeing three minutes of injury time, wasn't it? I called that, you know. Yeah. I know there's no evidence of it here on this podcast but it doesn't yeah. matter well, yeah. I show. left about two minutes into that injury time and the game carried on for about another ten minutes I think <laughs> yeah it was interesting seeing how we made the subs as well that, that, I mean, would you have made subs earlier I know it's it's a it's kind of a thing we've levelled at Farker all season but it felt like the game was so delicately poised and balanced that if he'd have made the wrong change mm-hmm. at, at any point in that second half it could have maybe just swung it one way or the other but I felt like um, the way you used him in injury time just one after the other, after the other, after the other. Just, just to disrupt it, it yeah. As much as possible. Was, was an effective way to do it. Mm. But would you have changed anything any earlier? There wasn't an obvious change, I wouldn't say. The only thing maybe would have been to get Piro on for Bamford for a little bit, just to give him something a, a bit different to face for a while. But then, I don't know, we kind of Bamford on set, he's, he's quite useful for defensive set pieces, isn't he, Bamford? He's often the free man who mm. attacks the ball or something. So, yeah. I could see more why we because we were leading today. Obviously, I could see more why we didn't make any changes. It's, with Farker, it's more frustrating when we sometimes get to the hour mark and we're not in the lead, and you think I need to maybe try to force something. In. Yeah, yeah, but he's quite. He seems quite. In some ways, he's quite conservative. Is Farker mm. in that he doesn't seem to like to make a change, and he, he 
I don't know, until we go behind and then he just chucks everyone on. <laughs> Sounds like we've uh, we've got more reductor problems. Oh, uh, no. That's uh, what Dan James has got. It's another reductor. You, your muscle between the thing and the thing. Yeah, it joins the hip to the thigh. Does it? The, the thigh bone mm. and, the, and the hip bone. Fat Mob says Stuart Dallas is missing with a, a broken hip. Is he? Today. Well, this comes as that's new. new. That's new, isn't it? Uh, so let's have a look. Right, so Matt has got uh, the injury update for us. James suffered an adductor strain, very likely to miss the FA Cup tie. Gray overstretched his knee. Farker says he's cautiously optimistic that ligaments are fine and not long-term. Okay. He's a young lad, and he? he? can run it run it off. Yeah, or bends back into place, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Joe, like Joe Rodon as well. I'd have, today. To, I'd have had to have the leg off. <laughs> he was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when, when Rodon was a bit heavy-legged and, uh, and limping, and I thought, well, he'll probably just shake that off. That's it for Michael. Michael, we'll, we'll pull the curtain around you again. Yeah. The, the gun out, aren't we? He's pulled his calf. He's got this all around. He's going to be fine, you know. No, he's fine. <laughs> right, we'll wrap it up there then. Um, thank you for joining us on the live stream uh, for the match ball. It's Thursday tomorrow, isn't it? So we've got the mm. weekly roundup to come. Um, we'll pick some heroes and villains. I think Andy Hughes needs to have a, probably a long, hard look at himself tonight and see if we can, uh, we'll punish him tomorrow. Mm. We've got Phil before the end of the week and we'll preview the uh, the next trip on the uh, on the journey to Wembley so that's exciting isn't it you fancy Wembley as well twice yeah oh no like in two days consecutive days just yeah. once yeah. Oh, House of Stoats is, uh, uh, is suggesting that replays might have been scrapped this year I don't know if that's from a certain I, level onwards I think they are from the fifth, fifth round aren't they I can't remember they keep fucking about with it don't yeah. we we will get that don't we Jürgen Klopp has a <laughs> cry about it Adam Forshaw uh, masterclass on Saturday anyway uh, we'll be back on the match ball for that, and we'll speak to you in the meantime with Phil and the weekly show. We'll see you soon. The match ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustoleum's new Custom Spray Five in One gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.